All I want, all I need, is just someone who sells good weed. I'm not into large amounts, as long as they've got it when it counts. <laughs> I'm not an award show person, as you know. Did you watch any of the Grammys or anything? Not even a little bit. Not yeah, me neither. E- not even a little bit. I really couldn't be bothered with watching the fucking Grammys. Uh, okay, a few hot takes. Um, first hot take, if you were an artist who didn't perform at the Grammys because you think the Grammys aren't diverse enough, I think that that doesn't, like, that doesn't help anything. Um, and I think that like not showing up is like, is cool and it definitely sent a clear message but like i think last like this year they tried really hard they had a really you know great guest who's been you know approved pretty much by everybody cardi b won you know the rap album of the year and you know casey musgraves also had a great record so you know to me i think the grammys like kind of got it right and you kind of need the grammys in like a certain sense like i think the grammys um, like in a similar way to the oscars like it shows people like what music to listen to and and i think that this still does kind of matter and Mm -hmm. you know you want to have some way to do it the prop the format is bad so like they have to figure out a new way to make it more fun and i think a lot quicker and simplify you know uh, you know simplify the process of it being this big heavy thing but so like it won't change until like the next generation you know, kind of dies out, which is a little bleak. But what did you think? I I virtually didn't watch. No, it's just like I came into work this morning, and so my coworker was like, "Did you watch the Grammys?" I was like, "You work um, at a professional musical establishment. <laughs> you well, are yes. you are part of the recording industry in a, in a kind of a way, in that they come to play at your place and probably record there too." Sure. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we, we have relationship with artists and stuff, but we're not strictly music. And so I don't know. I just, I, I hate award shows. I mean, I think the Grammys might be probably one that might be more interesting because it's like, Oh, you get like many little concerts here and there. But I, I mean, just, I was, I mean, bearing the lead here i was at the lego movie while we were uh Fair enough. uh while it was happening so that that's why but anyway no i dig it uh we ended up not watching the grammys at all we watched the uh the fifth and ultimately the sixth episode of true detective um mm. and have been gratefully enjoying this show uh very very pleased with it pizzolato is doing something really nice here it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Fantastic. So. I mean, I'm just fine with breaking into the regular show. Like, hello, yeah. everybody. Welcome on in. Uh, 
you know, this is the show. <laughs> you've heard, you've <laughs> no already, introductions anymore. You've heard, you get, you, you've heard <laughs> the intro. You know what's happening. Um, but today we're here to talk about the Lego movie uh, to the second part, which is a joke in the title. Um, it, it, but I read <laughs> something that and I cannot take credit for this at all. It should have been the second piece. Oh, fuck, Frankie. It's, oh I cannot take credit for it. So No, I, that's good. Whoever thought of that is good. They, yeah, well, it's okay. Missed opportunities. Yeah, anyway. missed, uh, missed opportunities. Classic bit. Classic bit, Frank. Continue <laughs> on. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm fresh off the movie. I saw it last night. Uh, we went to Alamo Draft House, which was really fun. Um, basically had a Saturday night <laughs> on a Sunday. Just, yeah. Uh, Having a having a good old time with some drinkies and margaritas in the mm-hmm. seats and just you know food and everything it was great. Um, we are very close by to it. It's really easy to get to and get home and everything. And so we wanted to have our, our date night because we love the, the original Lego Movie. We we watched the first one on Saturday again. Sure. For the, God knows what how many times you're pretty you guys are pretty good about the the rewatch before the new movie you genuine you generally do that yeah i mean it, it certainly depends on what it is i i also megan is um this is like one of her top movies like cer- there are certain things that like if she likes it she will return to it and that's kind of like her right. you know so it's like while if I were going to go hang out in the back and watch a show, I'd probably be watching something new, but she'd probably be catching something that she's comfortable and familiar with. Um, so it's like that comfort food, like, you know, even back to the holidays and stuff like that, there's certain properties that you like to go back to and revisit. And so, you know, it helps that like I, I pick these movies up and I, or, you know, I, I buy them and who knows if, how long I'll continue to grow a collection or whatever, but, you know, having, the movie certainly helped wanting to rewatch it. Um, but so, yeah, we were fresh off of that one, which, you know, I can't believe was like five years ago. Totally. I, I feel like that movie came out yesterday. Um, but yeah, so obviously in between we've had Lego Batman, which we covered basically like Thoroughly. right at the beginning of the pos- podcast and, uh, Ninjago, which was a complete flop. So, um, yeah, we didn't see it. It's been on a few planes. I haven't watched it. Have you watched it at all? No, I, I have no desire either. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. It means nothing to me. And, like, maybe there are some people out there that love Ninjago, but I guess, like, as a kid, I missed that boat of, of that line or whatever. But, like, generic Lego where you have everything from DC to Ninja Turtles to anything Warner Brothers-related – I'm in Batman. I'm in, but and, you know, if I I play the Marvel superhero games, I play the Star Wars ones, like Harry Potter, whatever. But Ninjago, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> so I'm okay, unless like the story was super good, but it didn't seem like it. Okay, so no, I didn't see it either, so we can't even. We shouldn't even talk about it. Okay, so then, all right, this movie comes out. Um, you you saw it on Sunday because it was sold out on Saturday. Yeah, we just kind of like like I said, we wanted to go to Alamo, and so opening weekend. Uh, dirt... Okay, you went to right. You went to Alamo, so of course so, it was sold out at Alamo. 
Yeah, and like the the show times during the day were full because it's the kids and stuff, and I get that. And so we just kind of missed the boat. We're like, well, we can either go and get really shitty seats, or we can go Sunday night, and it was wide open. We got sure. whatever seat we wanted. So that's why we just sort of delayed it. Um, yeah, I don't think this movie will have good word of mouth like how the last one did. I, I, yeah. Uh, you know, I, we're in, obviously in the spoiler-free you know, discussion yeah. portion of the podcast at this point if you haven't been playing along or playing the home game, <laughs> which is should L-H be. Oh, bingo. <laughs> um, so um, now, uh, you know, this film, it, it kind of picks up, you know, in a way that, you know, you could totally see coming from the last movie. So I was kind of okay with that, you know, kind of going in. Shayna was coming in. I don't know if Shayna saw the Lego movie in theaters. I like, I like the, I liked everything is awesome. I think everything is awesome was pretty cool. It's a a great song. And it was a great moment in time and cultural icon. And it was also a little bit fun that this movie that people wrote off as just being like a fucking marketing tool uh, was being nominated for an Academy Award for a song called Everything is Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, like, let's just all accept that for what it was. And it was, I think, kind of a unique phenomenon. There's a few different articles online saying that it's possible that, similar to Star Wars and Soto, that, that it's possible there's Lego fatigue, and that caused to a very underwhelming uh, opening box office weekend. Cool thing yeah. for Lego Movie 2, the second part, is it does have a couple weeks before... How to Train Your Dragon comes out, and a few, and then I think it's either, it's probably this week, right? Is uh, is President's Week? Or yeah, this week, week, this uh, this weekend is President's Weekend, where we have Monday off, so right. I would imagine a lot of schools are off next week. Yeah, so, so they have one two weeks to really capitalize on these books from the students. So we'll see if they can do that. Sure. I mean, the other thing though is like. How to Train Your Dragon, they've been doing these, like, early screenings and everything like that. They've been marketing this thing for, like, a month. It's been, like, you can see it now. You can see it early. So, like, they've been trying to steal some of the, the spotlight there. Um, I don't know how that movie's going to do. It, it's tough to say. But, yeah, I mean. Have you seen the How to Train Your Dragons? I do, and I actually really like them. Oh, my um, God. You and Shayna. Shayna th- loves them. She's like, you're going to love it. And I'm like, okay. They're, they're, I, you know, I, I was skeptical too when I saw the first one. Uh-huh. I, I didn't see it in, I haven't seen either of them in theaters. They were probably Netflix or something. And I was like, oh my God, this is a great story. And Toothless is adorable, like a little puppy. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we saw the second one and, like, I don't know if we'll see it in theaters. I kind of want to. There's nothing else going on. We might go see it, but, um, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, um, but yeah, you're right. The the financial uh, box office of all these Lego properties have just been going downhill, which is kind of sad. I mean, I think the first one was such a surprise hit, and like you would think that the, the Batman one would have done better just because it's Batman. It's Batman and Will Arnett and everything. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. Um, diminishing returns but it's you know it's gotten good buzz and it's I, like... I hope that this is a message to both um really to both disney and warners to stop like making these franchises have to run at a thousand miles an hour all the time and i think that this is a really great example on a pox on built their houses that you can't like unlike superheroes because if you do your superhero we'll talk about that in a second but like if if uh for your other franchises, you don't want to beat them to shit. 
you know, if you're not continuing on a story, if you're not continuing a narrative beyond one film, you know, we it's okay to have a break every once in a while. And mm-hmm. I think that if they had spread out maybe Lego Batman and Ninjago a little bit better, I think they came out in the same year, didn't they? Or like very close, to, within 18 months of each other for sure. Yeah, because Lego Batman was 2017 and Ninjago might have been 18, but I, I couldn't tell you. It might have been 17 as well. Um, Either way, I think yeah. they, I think they could use a, a hint and just start separating these movies out. Regardless of that, all your uh, main heavy hitters from the original movie, from uh, Lego Movie Part 1, are back, uh, which is really fun. Um, all of the characters are hilarious. Uh, they have you know their own little bit parts, so it, it's good to be back with them again. Uh, they're not they're not utilized maybe as much as they were in the first movie, but they're all yeah. there. And they they put in some new ones, which we can get into. But I, it, it's strange to me, like it, upon rewatching the first one and going back to back, that I felt a big absence without Liam Neeson and Morgan Freeman. Like, uh, they, okay, sure. They, and so, but with those characters, and then the other side characters that were introduced the first time around their lessening role, like it really became the Chris Pratt um, and Elizabeth Banks show with like a little bit here and there of everybody else. And so, whereas I felt like it was a little bit more but you had uh, Tiff- of a but team you had effort Tiffany last Haddish time. killing it. Tiffany Haddish was really good. So Oh, sure. Of course. You're, you're right. So the, it's not, it is definitely a little bit of a, a different shakeup in your, your gravitas. What the fuck are they doing here? People aren't here. Well, and, and the, well, I'll say I'm gonna save this because it, it probably is better in the spoiler conversation anyway. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think you, you've got most of the cast, the characters back. It, it does kind of pick up where the other one left off, which, uh, for better or for worse, um, but like the message there continuing on, I think is important. The idea that like okay, the spo- spoilers for the first one, everybody, but this is like the imagination of a kid and his family, and like, yeah, you know, it that now it's like open, opening the doors up to his sister to be able to play with all the Lego toys that Will Ferrell's character didn't want them to in the first movie. So, sure. Um, anyway, I anything else spoiler free we can say? Yeah, um. It's a musical. That's pretty fun. Um, yes. The music is, is fun and definitely helps. I think uh, I've seen, um, you know, Nostalgia Crick saying he's like, I miss music in kids' movies. I firmly agree. Uh, yeah. There used to be a time when you'd see a kids' movie and then you got one, two, three songs in there to just move the story along. Yeah. You know, and I think that we're like in a world now where. You know, we're all we're so used to seeing music and dancing and moving around and stuff that they have to come up with kind of new gags to do that. And they've really done a nice job kind of keeping that fresh as opposed to like if you watch the original Mary Poppins, like if you did that rewatch before you saw the new one, uh, there's like fucking 10 minutes of just dancing. (laughs) Yeah. You know, well, and and that's something that Disney does really well and like continues to do so like. I think back to like Moana and, and Coco, those have a lot of music in them. Um, but like some, in some ways are integral to the plot. So like 
Yeah, maybe maybe it's the non-Disney properties, or even Pixar doesn't really have music as much. Not really. Um, like, I don't think that they had a, you know, they've kind of, like, moved away from it in certain ways. They, you know, obviously they had it in Moana, but, like, you know, there's different movies that I think that there's definitely trending less. Let's get, let, we'll get the Google on there. Uh, yeah. All right. Besides, so and then the other one, only other thing is that this film was gorgeous. The animate, like if we were talking about Spider Man uh, last month um, and how that was completely new and different, like, like we didn't cover the first Lego Movie. It was a couple years too early for us, but like, it's such a cool style and like it, it is. It does make you forget that you're watching a computer animated thing. At certain points, you can get really lost in it. Yeah, and, and, and the transitions between the, the reality versions and the, the uh, animated versions are really cool. Um, and just, like, it's it's kind of, like, the best parts of, like, a Transformers movie, if you know what I mean. Like, you see, like, yeah. all the, the pieces moving together, but, like, it's actually cohesive and it doesn't look just like a, a metal blob. Um, no, that's a, pretty cool. that's a terrific point. It's really very seamless. Like, the pieces come together in a very fluid and uh you know graceful kind of a way so as you're watching them it's not jarring that there's you know these legos coming in at you from all these different directions you know or even that you know they're big pieces that all have these gears that are shifting around in that way like it's just legos changing sizes and shape and moving fluidly around this whatever it is yeah uh it yeah agreed that is a very nice feature of these and i think it's not that that's kind of the problem i think this this and something maybe we didn't touch upon in the first Lego Batman movie thing is like, is this a gimmick? Like, like, take, like, like, let's look at it a little bit more, like aggressive, like aggressively. Like, is this a gimmick? Like, is the gimmick of watching it the Lego animation gone? Is that why people stay at home? Like, like I don't know. Like, it looked really great in this movie. I agree. I think it looked beautiful, but I could also see that like we've we've been seeing this. This is not. It's not necessarily sure. brand new. It's not brand new, but yeah, it's done. I, it's, how, it's done nicely. It's it's significantly better than the first time. Sure. Yeah, I, I, and especially in like the credits and in and like the the sequences that, um, in the same know, I, in the same way that the dinosaurs look a fuck ton better in Lost World, <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> like uh, they really do. They're they're colored better. The uh, motion movement is better when they react with different light and water and uh, you know air, but you know it's not as it's not it's not as good. So let's talk about um, you know that we're going to be getting into spoiler content at this point forward. If you have any uh, you know hesitations about seeing this movie, I think you shouldn't. I mean, it's a fucking Lego movie. Um, I don't know if you gotta go see it in theaters. I think it looks. I think the even the IMAX, while it was very nice, I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Frank? Um, yeah, it it looks really pretty, but after watching the the first one on my TV at home, it still looked really pretty. And so, like you know, if you've got a nice TV or something, like maybe don't save it for like an airline. Like sit home, like enjoy the animation. Uh, but yeah, if you don't have the chance to go see it in theaters, like I, I don't blame you. It's, it's, it's tough to go see all these, but, um, it was fun. You know, I, I think there's certain things that you can get spoiled on, but you know, that happens with everything these days. So anyway, um, let's get into the spoiler section now in three, two, one. Um, so 
the thing that I was going to say before, so uh, with Chris Pratt's character, Emmett, mm-hmm. he um, meets this other dude, Rex Dangervest or something, um, basically an amalgamation of all of Chris Pratt's other character archetypes from, <laughs> like, Star-Lord to... Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Star-Lord, it's the guy from Jurassic World, it is... Um, the, the guy from Magnificent Magnificent Seven. Yeah, um, the guy from Magnificent Seven, and uh, who else? Um, that's it. Like his those three yeah. guys. Sure, and um, throughout the movie, he he kind of operates as the mentor role to Emmett, whereas in the path in the first one, it was um, Morgan Freeman's character, and that's all fine and good and it's it's making Emmett become more of like a hardened decision maker and trying to uh you know have him become a hero a little bit more um take a little bit more advocacy yeah but a little bit more badass through through the movie it is eventually revealed that Rex is a future version of Emmett and he time traveled which you know is like obviously I what I was gonna say was like I, I think that's cool and it's it's an interesting twist, but it is one that could easily be seen coming because it's voiced by the same guy. I almost wish we got like a Harrison Ford or somebody voicing him, and like it, you know, it's like more of a twist because I just felt like because he was playing off of himself so much, it just like was a little too samey. I don't know if you got that vibe. So you kind of okay. So did. Did you see it coming down the road? Did you see that was that was what's going to happen? No, not necessarily. I, I think you know. Obviously, I knew it was he was voicing both characters. Um, yeah, but, but I don't know. I just like on at the end of it, like I was saying to Megan, um, I felt like there weren't enough actors that had enough to do, and so when you have this mentor role of Rex, like taking up so much screen time, that's like just Chris Pratt still. I just felt like. They could have like cast somebody else to have more fun. No, I feel you. That's a good. That is a good. That's actually a very good critique, Frank. Because if you do that, then you you bring in somebody who has gravitas to the role. So you bring in like somebody fun you want to listen to. You also you know don't have to listen to Chris Pratt talk to himself for the whole movie, <laughs> which I, I think agree is a little bit tiresome. So we, okay. So in that line, though, do you still think it follows the same plot? Do you change the plot at all? I mean, you might want to, like, tweak certain bits here and there, like, but I I think you could still do the whole time travel, like, I'm you from the future kind of thing. I I think that was interesting and fun, and, you know, the way that they they showed it with him stuck under the dryer and everything. You know, it's a little weird. Like, I, I think... There are certain elements of these movies that it's like, is this like, do they have the ability to move or is this all in the imagination? Like all, all the bits in, in the reality, uh, human reality, where you see them twitching around and stuff. Is that just like the kids being like, oh, okay, now they're going to be moving without us looking like we're moving them and everything. It's like, I, I think that there's that suspension of disbelief there that everything is still being controlled by the puppet hands. Um so, yeah, I mean, I think having the time travel bit was kind of cool. You have the 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 cool sequence of, like, the DeLorean and the 
TARDIS and the hot tub time machine. <laughs> like that, those are uh, all great bits. The OG HG, HG Wells time machine. That was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with you there. Um, all right. So let, let's, all right. I, I feel you on your big plot discussion of the movie. I think that they, I would have liked to have seen more Duplo like destruction. Like, I think it would have been maybe more interesting to understand why, they didn't want to play with each other. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if they had set up that like, it wasn't just that, you know, I get that he's like more dark and brooding. Like I got the conceit that that's why he wants to have this like Armageddon Mad Max landscape is because he's growing up and being different. But like, if they had spent more time being like, Oh, well she's kind of a jerk. And like, he's also kind of a jerk and you know, th- they grew apart and now here we are. And this is the two different worlds that we're in maybe it brings you in a little bit closer to the characters and a little bit closer to the, you know, the resolution. If we're already going to start with the fact that we know that it's being played out by little kids, you know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like that. We, we, we got that beat from the first movie that there it's all being controlled. Like you, you kind in Batman, you can like let go of that a little bit because you don't never see it. But like ultimately it does exist in universe. And I do love the little call out, when like the justice league goes to try to save the day and it's like, where's Batman? Oh, he's on his own adventure. Like definitely a nod to that movie. But yeah, I, I think it could have been stronger if like you had it show like them together at the start, trying to play with each other and like it working and then like have like a big blowout. Yeah. You said like the big blowouts at the end and, and then like, then they come together. And it's not like, even, it's not even that big of a blowout. So true. So, okay. So here's uh all right, now that we're done kind of shitting on it, let's talk about the things we love. Uh, Tiffany Haddish plays this character, Whatever I Want to Be, which is kind of an interesting and really fun conceit that you know they took from the last movie and, and took to like another level, where the, the little kid in the first movie, like, yeah, he's like playing with all this really fantastical ideas, but they're all still fucking Legos at the end of the day. Sure. You know what I mean? They're minifigs. Now, this, uh, his sister comes along... She doesn't give a fuck. Like, you know, form doesn't really matter to her. So she's creating this character that can, you know, transform into whatever it's going to be at any given time. Fantastic idea. Uh, The animation that they use for this is fantastic. Um, And she's fucking hilarious. Uh, She's she's great. So actually, let me ask you a question, though. Um, Was it the girl that created her or was it the the boy? Because you have Emmett giving the heart in the, you know, in the beginning – or, sure. or at the, you know, whatever they show it, like that Emmett is bringing the heart to the alien creatures or whatever. So I wanted to believe that the sister was controlling the narrative when they were in her room. Okay. You know what I mean? So like at the point when she comes and like abducts them, like that's the little girl going downstairs and picking these things up and taking them away. And that when they're in her room, like that's kind of her dominion. <laughs> Yeah, is that a fair is that a fair assumption? I I think that's fair, and I, I also love the beat that it's like not brainwashing. It's just like okay, you're being controlled by somebody else. Like you you yeah. are you still, but you have like you know different um, different motivations. It's more fun and and light and, and poppy up there. Right. Um, okay. So so they're up there. I I kind of thought the. My favorite joke of the whole movie was when they were like, Marvel's not returning our calls. I thought that was fucking hilarious. That was great. <laughs> um, I think that they should figure out a way to incorporate 
they should figure out a way to incorporate Marvel and Star Wars. I think that they can do this in this world. In this world of Lego, the the new Roger Rab the new Roger Rabbit of our times be forged. I I swear to God. Well, um, and the thing that's kind of fucked up is that in the first one they had the Millennium Falcon. But and this was st- remember that was still in a time before the Disney Star Wars movies that came out in 2014. I know, but like it was already under Disney. Like no, they they had to license the, that. The original movie, especially Star Wars, is was still owned at Fox at that point. So I'm sure they were able to go to Fox and be like, can we get the Millennium Falcon? And they're like, sure, give us all the monies. Um, so Fair enough, fair enough. That, that, that's only speculation, so we have, to, we have yet to confirm or deny that. But I think it makes the most sense. Let, all right, let's talk about uh, Chris Pratt here a little bit more in depth. I think he's, you know, now hearing your version of the movie, I, I, I think maybe you're right. I... I didn't hate him. I thought it was funny and cool of Chris Pratt to be self-aware enough to make fun of himself in this way. Yeah. Where he's like, you know, I'm, you know, I wanted to be a movie star. This is what I'm doing right now. You may all know me as like goofy guy from Parks and Rec and maybe a few other things, but really I'm kind of a movie star now. And now we have to kind of deal with the fallout of that, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I loved it. I thought that his uh, the, having the raptors on the ship was hilarious. I thought the the bit about going back in time um, makes sense if you like follow the logic of a little kid playing a game like that. I can kind of understand how they would how, how he's like advanced in his fucking role playing games <laughs> to yeah. lock in this character that's traveling through time now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I really dug it. I liked it. I hope that they wait on the third one man i think lord and miller are fucking genius are geniuses dude like i want to see a movie that they create fully out of out of nothing you know what i mean like i i I get that like they've they're really funny and they're good at taking these really fantastic franchise things and making them new and light and cool but at the same time like what are they gonna do that's like totally fucking originally them that's true. That's true. Like they, they continue to to play around in other people's toy boxes. What like, was their solo like? What did that movie look like? But what still, happened? it was with with all the existing characters. Like they they did the show, um, the Last Man on Earth. Um, I mean, I think they created it alongside with Will Forte. I don't know if they wrote a lot of episodes or directed some. Obviously, after a certain point with TV, they're just kind of like seeing seeing yeah. the ship. And I love that show, and it was a shame that it got canceled. But another that was a little bit more of a unique vision from them. But I guess that that also had Will Forte, so it's not just them. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to see it because I think they they did not direct this movie; they just wrote and produced it. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what's next for them. It it it's exciting. I, I mean. Getting back to like some of the elements of the plot, I, I um I I do see, you know, certain holes in my idea. Like obviously if you change who's voicing uh Rex, you're not gonna have like him basically be Chris Pratt. Like or you can do it in a way I don't know. I don't know how you do that, but because that's a really good joke. That's a great great thing. Um so um but yeah, I mean I, I think uh you, they flesh out the family that you, you get to see Maya Rudolph as the mom 
<laughs> which is great. I, I, do we actually see Will Ferrell on screen in this one? I don't think so, right? No, you just see him as the animated guy. Yeah. The Lord Business. They, 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 they didn't pay him enough to show his face this time. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, it is so what it is. It is what it is. Um, another really great cameo, uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was really funny, man. Really, really funny. I think we're entering a, a, a period of Bruce self-aware Bruce Willisness. I yeah, I think you're right. Because he did this, he was in bumping mics with Jeff Ross and David Tallon. He was fucking cool about his shit. I don't know, yeah. man. Maybe maybe he does something funny. I don't know. This it was good. Ugh. Um, Go other things that I I liked. Um, I was dying at the song between Batman and whatever I want to be. Um, when oh, when the, they were the the Gotham City, the, the Gotham the, City the Superman song, yeah, oh, that was great. I was I just like I I had to like hold back my laughter so I could listen, like the, like certain things in in this movie I want to go back and rewatch because I feel like I miss things because it was like it happens. It, so it fast. is a lot happening at the same time. There's so much going on. It is totally an ADD movie. You know, yeah, it, it, it moves it, so fast. It moves so fast. It never stops. Um, whereas I feel like maybe the first one had a, had a little bit more, it had a clearer uh, mission. It had a clearer uh It had a clearer direction, the, sure. Yeah, it was just like, okay, this is what is, you know, we, we are we're going out to, you know, stop the bad guy and you're special and go. And this one, it was like, there's definitely a message that you come out of it with like, I, I really enjoyed the, the bonding between the kids as someone with yeah, a sister. Like I yeah, definitely that got that. I, I relate to it. And you know, I had, had me in the feels, but what, like the, the core um, mission of the movie wasn't, wasn't as clear along the way. Um, which I guess, you know, you have something like a twist, like time travel, like that, changes everything so um they don't want to reveal too much early on i guess sure sure you want to keep you want to build you want to build towards a fun ending yeah okay um other thoughts uh hmm. i'm curious to see what they do next for three uh you know i i it's interesting you know they did a different plot than like i would say like toy story 2 does because you never mm-hmm. see really Andy play with his sister, you know, like kind of together in the same kind of beat. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the next bit. Other ideas? Uh, you know, Warner Brothers, maybe this is your cinematic universe, but spread it out. You know? Yeah. Uh, maybe this is something you guys can work with. Like, think about, you know, the Will Arnett Batman is fantastic. He's funny in this, but it's kind of, I don't know. I uh, you need to. I think he maybe he needed more to do. Like he needed more like to have jokes about instead of like this kind of the same joke that they kind of make at him the whole movie. Movie, which is a little bit of a bummer. Maybe it, sometimes I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I, ultimately, this is the Lego Movie too, the second part. And if you're gonna go see this movie, the best part of this movie is the fucking credits. And I've never fucking could even imagine saying that about anything. Yeah. But it's the fucking credits. Frank, tell them why. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it was just gorgeous. I, I, I don't have, like, a specific... I mean, the music the music was fantastic. That song, 
super catchy. Um, what am I missing? Like, what is it that you're specifically thinking about? That the joke about the fucking credits being the best part of the movie is a fucking hilarious joke. And they read oh. everybody's names. It was really great. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. It's, like, still super fresh. I'm, like, it's missing all, it's all good. things. So, at the end of the movie, if you go stay for the credits, there's no end scene, unfortunately. But if you go, they wrap the credits of the movie. Um, and it's fucking hilarious. It's great. Uh, there's so yeah, many people in this awesome. movie. So... You know, when you stay there, it's they don't do every single person, but it's it's pretty funny. So go check that out, uh, and and definitely stay. Um, all right, so Frank, I think we've said everything we need to say about the Lego Movie without sounding like two yeah. uh, sad walruses on the beach. Uh, what else do we have coming down the pike in the next few weeks? I've got a feeling there's got to be something coming out, right? Yeah, well, so like we we're saying before, there's How to Train Your Dragon Three, which is a potential candidate for us to cover. Um, we are getting pretty damn close to Captain Marvel. That's less Hot, than a month yeah, away. Yeah, we're, we're two weeks out from that, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it things are going to pick up quickly. So I know um, I've been making long strides on our Game of Thrones rewatch. So oh, I God. think before we actually get to episode one of the, the final season, I think we need to do some sort of recap um or, or whatever, something to get us ready for Game of Thrones, the end. Um, because, like, smack in the middle of that is Avengers 2, so, or Avengers 4 also. Um, so th- there's there's a lot. Um, I think uh, there right. was some interesting news coming out recently. So, you know, maybe we'll have another one like that. Um, anything else on your radar? You know, at the moment, no. But, uh, you know, excited to see um you know uh captain marvel in a few weeks i kind of want to check out that movie the prodigy that looks kind of fun to me Mm -hmm. Uh, i really like the movie the exorcism of emily rhodes looks like the same uh team behind that it's putting that together um Mm -hmm. and isn't there like another movie that's coming out this week that i wanted to see hold on everybody one more second i'm gonna i know that there's a movie i did want to see that's that I'm, i'm just blanking on and filling up dead airspace at the end of the podcast which is really not the best time put dead airspace <laughs> you know so it's not the worst time it's not the worst time because if they're gone they're already gone right then they're and gone. otherwise um i what i was gonna say was um oh alita yeah oh Al- yeah it's getting really positive reviews i'm really shocked at honestly I I think it could be pretty fun. I want to see. I think James Cameron fucking makes it. I think James Cameron makes a great movie. I think Robert Rodriguez makes a great fucking movie. Yeah. And I think the two of them, I think maybe have put together something a little special that makes us believe again. You can't. Don't count James Cameron out. Like just because he made Titanic and just because he made Avatar, like it doesn't mean that he's just some saccharine douchebag. Like I think he wants us just to feel feelings and he felt feelings and i think maybe this is his chance to take up a protege who really loved his early movies Mm -hmm. and like fucking you know do something kind of modern day and fun and different and unique so i definitely want to see that for sure we're gonna be getting avatar movies soon yeah you know what we have to we could do a whole pre-podcast about the fucking avatar movies well well, first of all i need to re-watch avatar because i've only seen it once and it's been 10 years so um okay whenever last bit of the podcast i walked out of the first time i watched avatar with ryan 
because we got sold out of an eight o'clock avatar at the IMAX at Deer Park because we were yeah. too high. And then we got tickets for the 10 o'clock and we were too tired and too high and couldn't watch the movie. So we went home to, and had to try again later on. Um, <laughs> Great job. <laughs> yeah. So no, uh, I got shit to say about that too. And then Great. lastly, just saw Vice. Vice is fantastic. Go watch Vice. Awesome. Awesome. Um, anyway, so recapping this movie, I think we both enjoyed it. We did. Um, we, maybe, I, I, maybe li- I liked watched. it. I didn't love it. Yeah, maybe not as much as the original. I think there are a lot of really great stuff in there. So go check it out. Um, we'll see. I don't even know if there's officially a third movie. I'm sure they probably – it's hard to say with the, the money and, you know, kids' movies. Who knows? Oh, I'm sure um, that they have all these guys locked down for at least three movies and sure. or appearances in movies. And we'll see what they do, you know, with another one. And they won't announce it for a while, especially if this movie doesn't pick up in the next few weeks monetarily. Sure. All right. Um, so uh, we are the Long List Heroes podcast. As you know, if you've been with us for this long, um, you, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. Uh, you can check us out online at longlostheroes.net. You can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and where else, AJ? iTunes, Spotify. I'm working on Google. I'm working on. I I know that we're also on uh, Stitcher. Pretty much everywhere podcasts are available. If you eschew all of those podcasts <laughs> usages, uh, you can go and find us. Uh, you know, using our RSS feed, which is available to you on our website. You could also um, download the episodes for free right to your computer. Uh, we want to make us as available as possible for you. Great, great. Um, so this has been super fun, and um, we will reconvene pretty soon. Don't miss out on the next episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. <laughs> Catch you next week, everybody. All right. Bye, buddy. Bye.